Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Y'all, oh, I'm drinking Blake Shelton's vodka because I'm in Oklahoma. I'm like his Gwen Stefani. Uh, maybe plus 150 pounds. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Yes, ahoy, matey. Love. Exciting and new. Go online. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90-day Beyonce Marrying someone you've only met on your phone Be they French or Chinese A brand new K-1 visa's the key Ooh, the key to what, Poodle? To love It's reality, yes Let's love Wow, that made me laugh because it was right, and it made me cry because it was right. Um, what is this? I got to look this up. Blake Shelton vodka. You know, vodka is vodka. As long as it's not Popov, you're fine. You know what? It's not. It's not. Or Burnett. It's not Kate Hudson vodka because that shit is good. And this is called Smithworks vodka. All, it's, it's not as good as Kate Hudson's, but it's still good. All of these craft vodkas, yes, there's a difference, but you guys, you don't need them. It's either Tito's, Grey Goose. If I'm having a bad week, I go for Sky. I'm sorry. Those are the three that I accept. All these, cra- these are flash in the pan. I want, I want, a, I want a reliable vodka. Do you mean bad week because you don't have any money? Because Sky is cheap. That's what I mean. <laughs> okay. Well, Smithworks Vodka, it's made from corn, uh, oh, not, okay. not potatoes, and it's water from, oh, it's from Fort Smith. I've been to that lake, and it's corn from Kansas, Missouri, and Oklahoma. No one gives a shit about any of this. Smithworks, the spirit of the heartland. And I'd be honest, I do not like the voice. I'm okay on Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani. Don't you I talk think, about Blake Shelton. He's from Oklahoma. He hunts with my cousin. I'm saying I'm okay on him. He's There's a very a, nice man. <laughs> You've never met him. Never. <laughs> I I think I I think it's just he said a couple of things in the 
first couple seasons of The Voice that kind of like threw me. Also, I just don't think the show is as good as American Idol, which is back and amazing. If you haven't watched American Idol, you guys, since it's been to ABC, someone said on this Facebook group, is that show still on? Yes, and it's amazing. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. <sighs> you know what? If you watched it, then we would talk. But you, you refuse to watch. So then we don't have to talk. Yeah, that's why I don't watch it. <laughs> you know what? I talked to you enough, so it's fine. <laughs> so you're like, now you're on it. You're fair. If I, did, if, I, if I would love one more time a day, I did not have to talk to you. <laughs> Just to be honest. If I, could, if I could subtract that 20 minutes of the day that I could have from peace and I don't have to explain something to you, oh. I would love that. Yo, welcome to Reality Gaze. <laughs> welcome. We really do like each other. We do. Welcome to reality. Sometimes. Sometimes. Welcome to reality, guys. Y'all, today we're recapping 90 Day Fiance Part 1, Season 8, Episode 11. Three's a party. Three's a party? Three's a party? Which, um, is, which is, I think, referencing Tarzel. I think so. Uh, uh, the, the most, the the most least, unfortunate daughter of Tevia from Fiddler on the Roof. Which got the <laughs> least amount of pl- <laughs> plays. Ooh, this vodka. Uh, woo, it's kicking in on Lightweight. me. Wait. Like y'all, my dad, I, I'm having this vodka because I had a long, I can't go into all of it because of some privacy reasons, but of some people in my life. But long story short, I thought my dad, he just got up out of there and said, I'm going to go meet my friend. He asked about me and I thought my dad was going to chase tail because he's got, because <laughs> y'all, even with cancer, he's got that pump up dick so he can still have sex. Can you remind uh, other people that of what that pump up dick is, which oh, he'll I'm tell still him. mortified he'll, about it. He'll tell anybody, y'all. They call him uh they call him uh Robo Dick at uh he'll go to a he'll go to frequent a uh, massage parlor. And I'm not saying that that is good or bad. I'm just saying that's what he does. And uh he he would die if I knew this. Although we got him a cameo once with Charlie Sheen. Cause I love my two and a half men. I love my men. And I said, I do too, Dad. And he goes, Matt. But anyway, we got him a cameo from Charlie Sheen for his 70th birthday. And Charlie Sheen said, and I hear you've got a a pump-up dick. So I hope you're using that out there. And he went, oh, God, Matthew. And he was very embarrassed. But, y'all, he has, it's basically, he can't take Viagra because he has high blood pressure. So he has... Basically, they I think they like take out a testicle and then they put in a fake testicle and you pump it up like a Reebok pump shoe. I just want to say science will find a way. We can't cure. We can't cure (laughs) breast cancer. We can't cure AIDS. No, we can give straight men. Inflatable dicks. Inflatable dicks. Yeah, Yeah. it's it's ridiculously gross. We can give men. Uh, the ability to have sex whenever they want. And y'all, he went out, he just got up while I was in the middle of watching this show, and I was like, Dad, I gotta work. I can't go with you to see your friend. It's fine, son, I got it. And then I told my brother, I texted him, and he's like, well, he's probably going to see beep, and I went, he's going to see that uh, that woman, oh, somebody we don't care for. And then... Someone who's 70 and has quote-unquote cancer cancer and so then he because he is doing better even though his his honestly his chemo's not working so we've got to get new chemo so he's doing better now but he won't be soon so um 
but that's okay. We can find other stuff to help. And I go and I'm like pissed. And my brother said, we probably went to see her. So now I'm blivid. I am blivid dealing with this. And then I don't know where he is because then, oh, I didn't tell you this earlier. He turned off his phone sharing that I have on his Apple phone. He (gasps) turned off the location sharing. He's like a child. Yeah, acted like he didn't know anything about it. Turned it off. And then he came home three hours later. And I found out because I called scouts looking for him. He just went and had a hamburger. Okay. So that's fine. Why am I here? What are we talking about? I was waiting till we get there. Please don't drink that much. We we still have a show to do and you get loopy. It was stressful. But anyway, we're here, y'all. You quite like us when we go down under. You like it when we get down <laughs> under. So bad. Um we're y'all, covering we're covering Married at First Sight Australia. And on our Patreon, you loved it. I'm saying it now. I haven't even announced it poot to poodle. We will recap the finale at Mary First at First Sight Australia. You're stuck. You're like literally stumbling, stumbling over your words right you now. You just did too. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to recap the last episode, and we'll tell you because we will. Y'all, there is some shit that goes down. There is one they of our like mods. Kiss the, other people. They like che- there's like cheating cheat on scandals. This season. so we will we will do a wrap up. Um, so that will be coming. So thank you. I'm um, speaking of, uh, someone Mifsa. who doesn't like Mifsa. Mifsa. someone who doesn't like to wrap it up is Brandon. <laughs> that is a nice transition. <laughs> Let's talk about, I don't think we have oh. any other announcements, right? I think that's um, it this week. I want to say just a general note about the show this season. Okay. There is so much fucking filler that they are giving us. Maybe just switch to one hour. It should either be a one hour show or or 90 minutes or it should be two hours of 11 episodes. Yeah. Don't give us fucking 20 fucking episodes because it feels like we're getting a lot of feel. This was such a bullshit story. This, uh, well, you know, usually, you know what? That's the reason I hope they don't make them longer. But that's the reason why Darcy and Stacy and Smothered, those shows are so good because they're 10 episodes. Yeah. I think that's God. it's much easier to sustain. You know where you're going. You don't have these filler episodes. Um, because this was totally a filler. Y'all, this is this is how rid- let me let me explain to you the premise of the story of Brandon and Julia uh for this episode. Julia hasn't been feeling well. So immediately she's pregnant. We're not going to take no. a test, no. but we should maybe tell our mom and dad just yeah. to fuck with them. Yeah. And anyway, which I I just can't I can't get past. Even even like psycho parents can't get past it. Psycho dads like, well, I think they would they would want to they would want to get a test before all this. So let's let's jump in. Um, let's jump in. I, I, we do have a neat announcement. I just want to say we apparently y'all came at us on ninety day bears all. We swear we're going to watch some Discovery Plus and talk about it. We're working on those plans right now. Possibly we will be covering it slightly. We will. We're we just, just trying to figure out how to do it and time and just, we've got Summer House and yet that Yolanda has a new man. Have you seen the picture of her new man? This is another he, catfish. <laughs> I'm familiar. He's <laughs> he's he's real cute. As someone said, he kind of has like ice cube vibes. Come Look, on, this, though. This, this picture is, says everything. 
<gasps> oh, are so they 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 know each other in real life. Yes, he's actually sitting beside her. She's sitting there with big eyes like, I suck his dick, I suck his dick, I suck his dick. And he's just sitting there like, yeah, she does. He's hot. I don't know how I feel about you looking at news items when we're talking about the show. It just popped up on my phone. It's a sissy in our Facebook group. Let us know. Y'all get in our Facebook group. We have fun in there. Can you give our listeners our attention when we're doing this and not being on your phone? Well, a thing shot up of a picture of Yolanda, and I i have to admit, yeah. immediately Look, I'm distracted. My phone's across the room because I care. No, that's because you forgot it. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But, but I'm, I'm clued in. I'm clued into the moment. Can you be in the present? But, no, Rodney, no ifs, ands, or buts. I like buts. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Christina, Sissy Christina, our meme queen. Our she meme, queen. meme queen. Yes. Um, that was, yes, that was real so. even for me. Y'all, <clears throat> shout out to, actually, we do remember, shout, I just want to say shout out for Jordana and Jackie this week for killing it in our Facebook group for and all the mods in there are doing Agreed. a wonderful job. Our whole also, mod squad, Jordana and Jackie. They're been killing oh. it this week, making it a great safe space. We appreciate them. Also, or also... Y'all, we, I'm nervous now. We're going to have to have either Jackie on the show soon from now on to someone to check our fact check us because Screen Rant just. That's what I do. <laughs> no. I'm supposed no, to. You don't do a good job. You know what? You're maybe right. I can't handle all your wrong facts. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like the slam dunks. You know what? I miss things, but in general. <laughs> I cor- I'm a, I bet you I correct you 40 times an episode. Well, all I'm saying is we were quoted in Screen Rant with the whole Brandon and Julia Parent being swingers. And they said, grades. they said, according to our source from Reality Gaze, and I went, oh, my God. That's not good. That's not good. <laughs> we're going to say shit. If you work at Screen Rant, call us. We'll love to talk to you. About what? I don't know. We're we're not a source. If you want news, go to ninety day the melanated way. Yeah, she's got all the news. I mean, we we we'd only heard that we'd only heard that through uh, some of our Instagram followers. Yeah. And yeah, and speaking of the melanated way, we are. And in Linda the works. confirmed it. Linda did confirm it. We are working on doing something kind of regular with her because we had such a good time. So that's coming too. We've got a lot of stuff. Let's talk about these people. That's where I was going until you interrupted me. But that's okay. Um, just drink your vodka, Shelby. Um, so you guys, as I was saying, this is all filler. This is all full of sound and fury. This is all. So they're driving and she's like, I've been feeling, I've been feeling, you know, sick. And, uh, and he's like, well, we should tell our parents that you might be pregnant. Y'all, no one does this. No one tells their parents they might be pregnant before they take a pregnancy test. No. No one. No one. This is fake. So fake, fake, so, fake, fake, fake. So speaking of sissies, um, because I'm even fine if we don't do blow by blow by this, because it's kind of whatever. But one of our sissies said, and I went, huh, I never thought about this. As I'm watching this, I'm thinking, this is 100% producer driven. Yeah. But one of our sissies says, I think Brandon's the type of guy he likes fucking with his parents because he's a fucker, and this is a mind game for him because he's I've seen because they they listed examples of him doing this to Julia and kind of just 
always wanting to like dip his toe. And I thought, huh, I, I, I think maybe there's some producer, but I think that possibly there could, because he is all he does always seem to want to fuck with his parents, even when they tell them they're other pregnant. Examples? They didn't say I'm drinking. <laughs> I didn't say. I I'm mean, drinking. I I would I'm I'm glad to listen. I just can't take one source we come up with and and you. You know, I've been quoted in Scream Rant. You should listen to me. <laughs> anyway. Y'all, so they're driving down the highway, and she thinks she's having a baby. <laughs> but she hasn't taken a pregnancy test, so don't don't come at us. Don't turn around, because you're not having a baby. <laughs> Ooh, baby! <laughs> God, I miss Smothered. Um, it's Hopefully it's going to come back in, like, April or May. I they're filming. Uh, I don't think so. They're it. filming now. They're filming now. Oh, so I think probably geez, summer. I need Smothered. Um... So I need a Libra man. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, I, I noticed something when I was, when I was t- giving these notes that I said, my note was, why does he want to tell parents about tests? And I'm like, Oh my God, I'm doing all my notes. Like Julia speaks. Like Julia. <laughs> like Ju- why does he want to tell parents about no test? No, uh, about no test. Why tell parents? No. Um, he says, you know, because they're using the pullout method, and he said, "Well, I just want to tell my parents because he does." He basically he said, said "My mom would know. She would know if you're getting sick." And I'm like, "So here's the absurd. deal: absurd. It's not like it's not like she tells him that she's getting sick at home. Right. She tells him she's getting sick while they're driving in town, like." Y'all, any fucking 7-Eleven they could pull over at, a Texaco is going to sell a pregnancy test. I don't know. No, no. I don't I don't think convenience stores oh, wait. or gas stations would not sell a pregnancy test. No, they won't. I don't know about women's stuff. Drug you got to go to Walgreens, I guess. Drug stores, yeah. But still, there's a drugstore everywhere. I, I, I think you're right. Um, uh. We know I mean, you could even go to, in Ardmore. You just go down to Harry Trudell's. That's a great pharmacy. Lone Grove Pharmacy. Trey, he'll set you up. No one gives a shit. I'm just saying, Ugh. y'all tell him Matt sent you. What for all your um, all the VD medication? Yeah. Um. So I want to say that they are they're they're the the parents are sitting outside on the porch with the dog, and uh, mom is like. Let's. Mitty's like, want to play a game? Want to play Jenga? Because there's nothing like porch Jenga. <laughs> Y'all, when you need to tell your parents you might be pregnant, there's no better time than porch Jenga. Jenga. Um, so uh, they are they're, they're And the dad's like, yeah, let's set up it. Julia got me. You, you got me there. And and she's like, Brandon's like, yeah, dad, can we use like, cards take a break for a minute? Use- Used car salesman, Dad. I'm telling you. Um, and then Julie's like, "Say and run," and uh, they're like, "Well, we're thinking Julie's not been feeling well, and we don't really know, but we think she might be." And 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 she's like, "She's pregnant," and they're like, "Well, we don't know," and they're like, "Son, you need to take a pregnancy test." <laughs> and even Dad's like. Why would you tell us this if you haven't taken a pregnancy test yet? And that's what makes me think. I kind of think he wants to fuck with them. I just think this is dumb. 
He just it's wants just, to say, Mom, Dad, me, pregnant. Pregnant. <laughs> like Lacey says, when I'm pregnant. Pregnant with changed baby. Change, you have given me a baby. <laughs> you know, That's our Lacey from Love After Lockup that we do. <laughs> That I basically do is droopy dog because she doesn't move her lips. But that's kind of the way she talks. Dang. Um. So anyway, they yeah, even do, is like this is bullshit. They do decide to get a. They do finally get a pregnancy test at the end of the day. Um, the at the end day, of the day, you get a pregnancy test. <laughs> da, 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 da. That actually kind of works with the theme. At the day you get a pregnancy test. Yeah. Um. So. They're sitting there waiting about the positive or negative. What will be the score at the end of the day? Ding! (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, we know lame is too well. We do. Um, So it turns out. Uh, then he she, she tries to fuck with him. It's just yeah. I don't think this is funny, y'all. I don't think it's funny to joke around about being pregnant, um, because pe- so many people have had fertility issues, and it's not funny. And uh, it's just <clears throat> it's 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 weird. It's weird that they're joking about it. It's weird that they're fucking with their parents. So you know what I think. Um, it's weird that he's fucking with his parents. I don't think it's weird that they're kind of joking about it for them. Cause that's, that is for each couple to decide how they want to talk about their pregnancy or not. It, just, it feels like it would no, no, trigger other people. No, it's going, but it's going to be like the example I give. It feels weird when you know you're on a television show and you're not thinking of how other people are going to watch it. For instance, yeah. like with like my vaccine, one of my friends said, Oh, did you post a picture of your vaccine? I said, no, because even though I got my second vaccination shot and I did it the right way, because I'm a caretaker in Oklahoma and I was got on the list and I can do that, I didn't post it because I know, especially in Los Angeles, you. there's a lot of. It's not even about people coming for me. It's I, yep. I'm not scared of people coming come for me. I don't fucking care what you think. I live my life. But I'm saying it would, but it it's would thinking spark. of that there are people that in uh, people of color, especially like the Latina. Latino Latinx population in in LA is getting decimated by this and they're not getting the vaccines like they yeah. should be. And I didn't, I was thinking about this other day. One of my friends brought this up to me and I never even thought about it. There's also this population of people that we just assume everybody has a smartphone and internet and they can book it right. online. But what do you do? So now there are places that are starting to set up stations for people that don't have internet. And so it's I don't also- mean, to, I don't mean this to be a pat on me. I'm a good person. I fucking say shit all the time. Yeah, you're not. Don't I say and post shit that's worry. wrong all the time. <laughs> that, that's I'm trying. True. You're not all person. the fucking time, but I'm trying. You're not. But you're, you're you're a disaster. I think when, but I didn't post all that because it's it's not about me and it's not about me putting my privilege out. And so I think if it's fine for them to joke about how they want in their home, it's home talk. But when you're yeah. going to be on a show and you know people are going to watch that, it's gross. I agree with you. You mean you're talking about not a COVID vaccine, but the pregnancy test. But the pregnancy, they know they're on a show. It's right. gross. Like, it's gross. Um, so anyway, they're they're like, mom and dad, can we talk to you? So they like knock on their door. Like the parents are in their bedroom, like like either scrapbooking or heavy petting okay. or something. It was it, so weird. This, okay, y'all, 
Brandon's parents are doing some freaky deaky shit in there. And you know it's bad when you have to sit and wait for your parents to come out of the room. And when they open the door, <laughs> they're, 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 they're tucking their shirt in. No, but did you notice the lights were off? <gasps> Who walks out of a dark room? I, I think it was. Who just, walks out of a dark room? I need you to I answer think it that. It's just also fake. Who walks out of a dark room, Poodle? What what are you doing if you're walking out of a dark room? Uh, you're having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Although I'm more of a light song kind of gal, so I really can't. Say really me too. Look me in the eye when you spit in my face. <laughs> I want full white light. I need to see it all happening. Get off. Actually, I'm more of a mood lighting. I, I sometimes uh, throw a scarf over a light. I don't even know these things. <laughs> don't at all. Piano yeah, Cat 77. You can't just have fluorescent lights beaming on you. No one's penis looks good with with fluorescent lights. That is a fair <laughs> assessment. No one. My body looks like mashed potatoes under a fluorescent light. <laughs> Instant mashed potatoes. <laughs> Mine looks more like scallops. It looks just kind of cheesy. Don't ask. So, uh, where are, oh, so they're, so they're they, telling the parents about the pregnancy. They're, they're, they're like, so we need to tell you something. Um, we took a test and, um, dot, dot, dot. This is like the worst version of that pregnancy test commercial that was yes. out for a while. Yes. Like mom uh-huh. and dad, we have to tell you. And the parents are like, yeah. And, and mom's like, no, no. No, this can't be happening to me. This can't be happening to me. Oh, my God. Pa, no, Ron, what's going to happen? Throwing myself against the wall. No, I'm never going to sleep at night. Oh, my God. So, and then he goes, he gives it to Julia, and she's like, we're not pregnant. And then mom's like, oh, thank God. Who is going to feed the lamb tomorrow? (laughs) Now, I will say, um... There's a meme going around of a bus driving down a street, and it's a bus with uh, with Mama Brandon driving the bus, and then Brandon standing by his dad, and the Brandon, it's like cartoons, and Brandon is throwing Julia in front of the bus with Mom driving it. That is accurate, because Brandon did- She kind of fuck- does, he kind of does do but that. No, Brandon did- I mentioned this earlier, Brandon did fucking throw Julia under the bus because when they got pregnant, the parents basically said like, you guys, this is why you should be using production. And he was like, well, did you say production protection? Oh, and, and, and that could remember that's when the, and Brandon was like, well, I've tried preaching to her that she needs to go get. Yeah. He, and she doesn't want to take, her word and thankfully medicine. for once mom and dad are like uh no don't no. put it on her it takes two people for this but it, brandon is such a gross what, what is it just man up and just like <sighs> i hate that term but this is it's, it's appropriate in this in this or just uh, sense adult up human up but like just wear condoms so you don't get her fucking pregnant it doesn't feel good I don't know. I'm just... It, so here's the deal. Here's what I'm asking. Name three things that are attractive about Brandon and why you would want to date him. There aren't any. 
Zero Ex- for me. Exactly. Um, exactly. I also think about, you know, she could do things like they could I'm not I'm not suggesting this, but if she wanted to, they could do like female condoms or or anything. Oh if yeah. She, if she's opposed to taking birth control, no medicine, as she says, mm-hmm. they could there's so many I mean, I she would never get an IUD. Um, but like well, and a lot of problems, problem, women have had problems with IUDs. Right. Too. But like, it's kind of like the idea of him, she would just say, you know what, how about we're not having sex unless you wear a condom? And, but he, he even says about her, she doesn't like condoms either. I don't know if he's speaking for her. I don't know if he's or, speaking for her. I, I thought that too. He said that this episode. I went, does she really not? I mean, it would track with her. I don't like medicine kind of thing. I don't think she's also the most responsible person. Possibly. Possibly. So, but yeah. I don't I don't want to loop I don't want to say that he's the only one being irresponsible here. She is too. Let's move on to another winner. Can we talk about Jovi? God damn, they just hit us with it, don't Jovi they? Jovi and you I she sometimes treats him like shit, but I just I love I Yara. Care. I, I love I, Yara. I don't care because I feel like he's so awful. He's I such love a her. Man, right? I this is what Yara needs to do. Yara needs to leave him and come have that baby with two gay men. It's like my two dads, but Yara having the baby, and that's the life she needs to have. I feel like as soon as she left Jovi, we'd realize how much of a princess she is and we wouldn't want to deal with her either. <laughs> oh, I wasn't talking about us. I don't want her to live with no, us. But I'm saying, but I'm saying anybody, but I think oh, I, that's true. Yara, She's high maintenance as fuck. I think Yara, if Yara was with anyone but Jovi, we'd be talking about how Yara was such a princess. I mean, Yara but, alludes in the cab while they're on the way to this engagement party that it took her three hours to get ready. Y'all, I used to be lawless, a- though. God, but I it's good. I used to be a makeup artist. You can do that in an hour, but she an hour, so an hour and a half, maybe three hours to do your makeup, honey. Having a baby's gonna be a that's rude a, awakening. That's a professional thing. I just called you a professional. I'm gonna take that back. I, uh, I wanted you to relish in that. What was that? Relish. <laughs> you know, what? I'm I'm, I'm fine on my Smith works. Your vodka. Um, don't don't drink anymore. I need you to stay at least comprehensive. You know what? I need a little bit of ice, so we should probably take a commercial break. And y'all, we're gonna we're gonna refill our cups. You refill yours, and we'll see you in a hot second. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May seventeenth. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Oh, Lord. Let's just get this over with. Maybe Sunrise Surprise? Oh, that one's pretty. No, it's got lilies. God, Jaybird lilies are for funerals, you know that. Poodle, what are you doing? By the height of your hair, I can tell you're stressed. 
Stress doesn't even begin to cover it, Maddie. We're about to go on tour again, so I've got to get the perfect flower arrangement picked out for Mother Poodle for her upcoming birthday. I don't know if you're aware, but she's a little choosy when it comes to flowers. I was once berated for sending a bouquet that was too pink and not enough purple. And don't even get her started on baby's breath. Whoa. Well, maybe instead of flowers this year, you could get her an original song from Songfinch. Songfinch! Yes! Our Canadian fans love the song we had written for them. And a Songfinch original song won't arrive with a bunch of half-dead flowers and weeds. Sissies, are you trying to find the perfect gift for someone special in your life but feeling overwhelmed? Finding a truly unique gift that they'll actually love can be challenging and frustrating. That's why we're so excited we discovered Songfinch. It's such an amazing, thoughtful gift, and it's easy and fun to make. That's right. Songfinch lets you create an original radio-quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. Songfinch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Songfinch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. They also have unique add-ons that make the gift even more special, like a vinyl record of your song or a -a one-of-a-kind piece of art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. And y'all, we were absolutely blown away by our Songfinch song. They had all of our inside jokes in it, and our sissies loved it. It really summed up everything we wanted to say to our fans for helping us get to where we are today. Whether your song is for Father's Day, an upcoming graduation, wedding, or an anniversary, or even a mother poodle birthday gift, or just a gift to show your loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in one of Songfinch's top artists. Don't waste another dollar on more stuff. Get a radio-quality original song that's totally unique to your relationship. It only takes four to seven days, but the song will last forever. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free, so you and the lucky person you gift it to can listen to it anytime, anywhere. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Y'all, we're back. Only it's fine. <laughs> Poodle is upset because... I went to ice for my drink and my father said, Matt, Matt, come here. And he's going to bed. And I was like, oh my God, what's wrong? I walk in there and he, I said, dad, what's up? And he's watching the wall, that game show with like Chris Hardwick. 
And he said, why do guys slick their hair back like that and look like <laughs> And you know what? I said, Dad, I agree. I don't like it when men just slick their hair back that they look like vampires. I said, Dad, we kind of do we have the same taste in men? And he went, Oh, God, Matt. Speaking of the same taste in men, you know what I want? Jovi and Yara. (laughs) Jovi and Yara. Jovi, I think it would be a really good exercise. We have a spare bedroom. Maybe you should come and stay with me for like a month. You could bring a keyboard, you could teach in here. And you could experience Oklahoma for like a good month. Uh, that's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Why would I want to go out into butt fucking Egypt? Aunt Peggy um, would cook for you every day. She brought over, brought over a pot roast tonight. That it was sounds great. like a fucking nightmare. I already have to go to butt fucking Egypt when I have to go home to South You're Carolina. Right. Why would I want to go to Oklahoma? <sighs> and Darla would love to. Would see I be you. asking for a gay bashing? That's I fair. I mean, honestly. All right, let's talk about Jovi and Yara. So they're going to the engagement party that Yara has been told is a couple of people, but Mama Gwen, Mama Jovi, who who did did that? We go we go go down to the bayou and have a okay. good old and let let's say bon I'm gonna people say have said something. that it's very accurate. It's no one has said that. Like not one person has said it. <laughs> people accurate. did say it made them laugh. That's been said. That, that's been said. I will say the people at the party. <laughs> I know. I know. You talk like that and you are correct in impersonating. Thank me. you. I, I was just doing the ridiculous. When you do it right, I'll say it. You just, Jovi's Gwen doesn't speak like that. I'm, but... going, I'm going pretty far. But there are like, people. Jovi, you, 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 you go, good boy, Sha. <laughs> yeah, the, some of these people at the party. I was like, I need subtitles for these. Straight people. out of the bayou. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so they're on the way to the party. She's still angry because y'all. This is my question, to you poodle. Yara's upset that he didn't bring her Breeps. anything. To- <laughs> <laughs> He's upset that she didn't bring him any food. What is Yara upset about, really? What is this under? She's upset because she's not getting the attention she needs. Exactly. And she's pregnant with his child. Here's the thing. Um, Her pregnancy for him is going to feel like a real drag because it always needs to be about Jovi. And for Yara, it always needs to be about Yara. I think that's a good distinction because he needs to be more supportive of his pregnant fiance. But at the same time, y'all, we let's call a spade is a spade. And when a spade is high maintenance, they're high maintenance. Yara is high maintenance. She is. And, uh, but just, I think reaching across the aisle a little to her would really help. Cards, isn't it? When you say a spade is a spade, it's about, no, it's a, it's a, it's a, it has a, an organ. I, that's why I. That's you made why a face. I, that's why I made a face. Cards? Is it not about deck of cards? No, it's it has racist implications. <gasps> that's why I made a face. Well, I'm going to leave this in because I did not know that, and I I uh, deeply apologize for that. I you made a face, and I was like, "What did I say something wrong?" I was going to tell you to take it out later. <laughs> no, we're going to keep it in because y'all. I had no. I did not know. I am so, oh, I am so sorry. I did not, I will Google that. You don't need to ask your black friends to educate you. I'm going to Google that and find out why that's fucking racist. But 
I could tell by Poodle's face. It was the same type of face when a guy opens the door and they're not hot. And Poodle, then they sent Poodle a huge dick pic. It's like, what's he going to do? I make this face all the time when he says something that is just like, oh my, oh my. I thought that was about playing cards. I apologize. Apparently it's not. What what would you think it would be about? But but uh, uh, when you're playing spades, it's cards. I loved playing spades. I played them at arts camp. Um, that's what I thought it would be about. I had no idea. Um, it uh uh I I got I got it from Code Switch. Um, when they were talking about it, the the podcast Code Switch. What does it um, mean? It's Are basically we not enough to educate. Well, the problem is it's not the entomology. The etymology of the, is the problem. Is called this of this, and it's this. Um, what does etymology mean? I've been drinking. Etymology is the earnest the the um, the the origin of the phrase. Okay, um, but it's actually ancient Greek. However, because spade is such a code for a person who a person of color. Um, oh, that oh, you, you've, you've heard that you've heard you've obviously oh, heard that. I'm right? so sorry I said that. No, I've never heard that. Really, I've never heard a black person called a spade. That's disgusting. That's that's surprising, but that's I, it's I unfortunate. did not know yeah. that, y'all. I'm keeping this in because hopefully you learn. <laughs> oh my god, y'all! If I'm you can so see sorry. my face, that I'm having to explain this right now. Oh. <laughs> But your, the the original etymology is not necessarily bad. Uh, it is it is the the way the the word spade has been taken uh, in popular culture to refer as a racial slur to a black person. Well, y'all can come at me if you're upset. I apologize. It's okay. I, we already know you have issues. Or not about that. Maybe we don't <laughs> say that. I have no. I don't. Thank you. I'm joking. Well. Anyway, um, so I'm not saying that anymore. Um, so when you just call a queen a queen, can we say that? She's a queen. Mm, still feels iffy to me. <sighs> you know, when we call a bitch a bitch, you but that's not about Jovi. That's about you. All right. I've been a bitch. Um, it's true. So, but she's high maintenance. That's the whole point in all of that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, but the way... <sighs> The, the way things are filmed and produced, he just comes off like a complete and utter oh. asshole. Now, she does kind of talk to him roughly at times. And this is what I'm saying. Not kind the, of. She's yeah. If pretty rough If this wasn't Jovi, we would think, why is Yara so abusive? I promise you, like- Yara would be like the villain of the season. Even as um, concerning as like Mike is, if it was Mike and Yara, we still would be like, wow, Yara's yeah. really going in on him. But Jovi is so awful. He's so just and, and useless. I will, the one thing I will say is maybe that's how these two talk to one another. But for uh-huh. some reason, when it comes out of his mouth, it feels even more demeaning than when mm. she says it. I don't know Agreed. why that is. Maybe, maybe I'm more sensitive to how to how men talk to women that way because it feels very demeaning to me. Even when she says, "You're such a fucking idiot," um, which which bothers you me. You should not say that to someone. Yeah, it's, it's, which it, bothers me. You should me. not say that one. But the way I think it's his privilege in the relationship 
because he she's kind of there at the servant of his privilege. So that yeah. maybe maybe it's the power dynamic in the relationship that bothers me because she knows no one in the country except for him. And he I, he he holds all the cards. I think and this is crass and so I don't mean it to demean her. I'm saying this is his thinking, not what I think. I honestly just think he thinks of Yara as hot pussy. I don't even think he loves her. I really I'm, don't I'm think not he does. disagreeing with you, but for someone like Jovi, this is close as this is as close as he gets to forever. But he thinks this is someone who's going to be hot for a long time and like will be a trophy. Like that's how I think he thinks of her as like a trophy wife. No, I would I would only correct you in saying he thinks this is the hottest he's going to get. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. I I, agree with I that. think and so he is settling down with the hottest girl he thinks he's going to get. And he might as well, because he's getting too old, and then he would have to marry some other. He's he's actually, he's, he's older. He's older. He's 30-ish, which is for a, for a man who is raised in where he grew up, is old to get married. Because they were saying, Joby's never going to get married before. So now he knows, <sighs> even though he feels that, even though at 30 something, he feels that he needs to get married right now. And this is the time he's chosen to do it. He's still a man boy. And that's still a problem. Uh, he still has a job that takes him out of the country every, every month or so. Every like, I mean, yeah. So I, I, for me, and th this is, this, I'm just saying this, and this is not going to be uh, uh, nice to all uh, points of view here. For me, if I was getting to know someone and kind of forming a relationship, especially if I was pregnant, this job of his would be a non-starter. I would say, absolutely not. This is not going to happen with me. This is not okay. how we're going to do pregnancy. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I want you to close your eyes. I don't like it when you do this. I want you to imagine that you're in a new city, like let's say New Orleans, and you're with someone and they are your love interest, and they tell you, hey, I'm going to be with you for a month, No, and then I'm going to have to go listen, away for a month, no, no. and I'm not going to be around you, and I'm not going to be able to know what you're doing at all. No, that would be a fucking a thrill. But I'm saying she's pregnant. Oh, because she's pregnant. That's what I said. So it's that that yeah. factor yeah think about it though what if you oh no it's the best it's the best opportunity ever. what if you could be an influencer and then just have a nanny watch the baby <laughs> while they're gone for the month but that's not real um but that's the, what the fact that wants. he's not gonna be to support that's really her hard really with, hard and i i would just and have her to mom's not say, there or nope. her parents like she's nope. gonna have to She's going to – they either need to honestly, like the first six months this baby there, try to get her own – one of her mother or aunts there to be yep. with her, or they need – or she's going to have to really become close with Gwen. That's we'll see not how that happen. Um, so uh, they're, they're dancing, and she's – basically, you guys, he's bombed. 
He's oh. already bombed when he gets to the party. Y'all, I know this look because Poodle Boudreaux <laughs> has come to my house in an Uber already with half-glazed eyes barely I, open. I actually think this is more like you because you get handsier than me. Oh, that is no, that is not true. No, you get really handsy. I'm not handsy when I've been drinking. Yeah, but you get that look on your face where it looks like your face is made out of wax and, and your eyelids are melting because <laughs> you're so drunk. Maybe. And you know um, what? Maybe I get a little handsy. You get really handsy and you, you'll you do things in public in front of people that are very embarrassing. I don't anymore now that I have a boyfriend. But y'all, when I was single, if you got drunk with me and straight or gay... And I'm gonna fill your dick. It was gross. It's actually, and you know what? We, they we enjoyed keep, it. We it had was to, all we consensual. Had to keep you, we had to keep you away from certain. People. It was all consensual. You had no idea what we did uh, behind the lines asked, to to keep uh, yeah, you. Uh huh. Yeah. Anyway, so so he's like grabbing her ass and the dance, and people are watching, and she's like, "Stop it! This is this okay. is embarrassing." First of all, too, do you do a dance at an engagement? Party? It was weird. I, it's I like, the, I and said they had a too. cake and all. The, I'm like, this isn't a wedding reception. It's just an engagement party. When they for were, an engagement well, party, you sort no, no, you no. serve hors d'oeuvres and no, no, cocktails. No. This is his mother's wedding for him. That's what I'm saying. Oh this is, my. This is the wedding because she is not going to get yes. the wedding she wants. She's not going to get the wedding she wants for. for oh Joby. my god! You Why? Right. How did you not see that? <laughs> I didn't. I was dealing with my dad going and chasing off women. This I is thought, his mother's his wedding dick. reception. Um. So he gets. Uh. She. She's looking at them dancing. She's like, you know, watching watching them dance, and I can see they're in love. I can see they're in love, Shaw. And they I'm want like, to kick your fucking ass, Jovi. That sounds like love talk to me. I hate you, Jovi. I hate <laughs> she, you so much. She does say that. He says, she says, I hate you. <laughs> um, and then she's Jovi's like, she's crazy she's as fuck. Not happy. Somebody sent us on Instagram a meme of where they recorded Jovi and Yara, but they put that Instagram filter that puts eyelashes and red lipsticks on. <laughs> and I have to say, Jovi looks so beautiful in drag. He. He looks gorgeous, and I will say, I have gotten your messages. I know that some of you think that he looks like me um, uh, a little bit. Who? More than one person. Uh, no. I, I, I kind of, you know what it is? It's our, we have noses that protrude, and we have full lips. I don't see it. It's, but no, I'm I'm saying that more than one person has said it. All right, especially when I have full like like full hair like he does. Don't talk about yourself so much. Nobody likes to hear about your hair. <laughs> I just said, ugh. wow. He but, just uses as a he just uses as an excuse to talk about his no. full luscious hair. Because yes, everyone, he does. He is a man <laughs> at fifty five that has full luscious hair. <laughs> And you're 52, com- 53, coming right up behind me. So, um, so anyway, uh, Yara's like, I'm not having fun. And they basically say, we need to tell your parents that we're, and, and Joby's like, fine, I'm, I'm bomb. Let's tell my parents. Let's tell my parents. Go ahead. And, uh, and he's like, so you ready for some news? She's pregnant. 
And Mother <gasps> Jovi goes, oh, shit, this is the best news I ever heard, child. Oh, I'm going to call Lucille down at the bar. We're going to talk. <laughs> That's not exactly how that went down. It basically was. However, she was excited and I was impressed. I did not think she would be excited. Did um, you? I did. I did not think she, I did not think patriarchal she would be culture. Excited. Patriarchal. I can't say that. Patriarchal culture. Babies are a welcome thing for all women. And you, pro- that's true. And she probably hopes it's a boy to carry oh, on. Yes. Oh, yes. You just drown the girls in the river. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. Right. But Gwen's like, best news of the night. And Yara said, yeah, I'm glad we told them. I think it went well. And then they're, even Yara, Both they're talking. Happy. And Yara, he says, he, dad calls her something. She's like, you can call me daughter already. And they laugh. And that's the deal. I think Yara, I know Yara, the way she looks she can be high, really high maintenance. She can be self Instagram self absorbed, unless she's just really super aware that the camera's on her. But I don't think that. I, I think do. I think, but I think Yara's a. I think she's a in a way, oddly, this kind of down to earth. I think she's a good person. I'm not saying she's not a good person. I'm saying she's a born actress, and I'm saying I do think that everything on the camera, every interview. Every confessional is not necessarily rehearsed, but it is to tell I, a story. But I think in a good way, like I think she has good comedic timing. I, I no, think I she's agree funny. With you. I'm saying And I that, think though when, when I see her interactions with other people that, that are less rehearsed, I get an authenticity from her that I think that like you and I could sit down at like even and Applebee's and she would bitch about the mozzarella sticks, but she would eat them all and we would have a good time. I think she's a lot like a lot of Russians and Ukrainians that I know. They're super direct. She super reminds the point. me of the people we knew that were piano yeah. players. And, and you knew way more than me. And right. they are super to the point, direct. Their sarcasm, they lead with sarcasm always. But y'all, it, they also are who they are. Yeah. I, but I want to say, this is someone who is performing. I guarantee you she actually does love Joby. You think you think that? I yeah. do think so. I do think so. You think so. they, they, go, have they goaded her to be so negative or to be so uh, I don't know if it him? was even producer's choices. I think that's how <sighs> they that's how they behave with one another. And that is true. I think that is what gets that. them off on that. Yep. Yeah. They they have good sex. They do. It, it really goes down to... Uh, I think the problem is they're oh it just kind of it just clicked. Um, they are the perfect example of you 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 attract your pattern, and Yara attracts people that she can berate. Yes, and Jovi attracts people where he's always the bad guy. And uh, th- yes. Yes, and I and I think that because he Jovi, needs to feel like the dog, he needs to feel like the dog because there's a part of Joey. If you Jovi, if you really talk to him, he gets off on it. And there's a part of him that always has probably felt a little like shit, but that's his normal. His yeah. normal is to feel bad about himself. He needs and to, to feel be like shamed. He's fucking up, and he needs to be like. I bet you, if Yara came home and said. 
I want to tie you up and put a ball gag in your mouth, Jovi would do it. Uh, and be something like, like that, yeah. And be uh, but, and be like No Not I, that that not that that's what S and M work is fully about. It's not about shaming. I mean more of uh I don't I don't I've never done S and M work, but I mean that he would Amateur. Though, <laughs> wow. <laughs> that just shut me up. Let's move on. I I would just say Piano Cat does some freaky deaky (laughs) shit, y'all. You better have your Bitcoin. Ain't nothing going to happen without Bitcoin. Piano Cat 77, y'all, coming at you live. (laughs) But I I think you're right in that they, they have decided how their relationship is going to be. I think there's some weird sense of contentment, even though you guys and when we think, oh, he's so abusive. Blah blah blah. She's so dismissive of him. That's how they want it. That is and, how they want it. And I, I and I that. and I will say that they, they 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 co-created this, and yeah. this is their creation, yep. right? And I I don't know if I can feel sorry for either of them. Um, for this, I agree with that. Um, it's hard to watch him talk to her. Well, I feel a little more sorry that she's pregnant. That's but, what I'm saying. That's the, the biggest way, issue. But if we're talking about Brandy and Julia, it takes two people and two people's Brand actions done. to get. That's what I said. Brandy. You said Brandy. I said Brandon. We'll go to the tape, Marcus. Say, <laughs> Sammy, go to the tape. Um, But. What was I talking about? I don't know. Exactly. Smith works drinking too much. coming in hard. We, I hate you. Y'all, so I had a hard I'm gonna, day. I'm going to try to get this train back on track. Um, what was so, the song we sang about the dick train? Oh, come on, ride the dick train. The dick train's going to go into the tunnel. Way, oh, dick train. Gonna get, gonna get, gonna get to the tunnel. You don't think a tunnel opening is gonna be big enough, but the dick train's gonna make it. It's gonna build that track on the tunnel, dick train. Dick train, whoop, whoop. I don't know what that is, but I really enjoy doing it. It, it, There's something that's like (laughs) ASMR about it to me, it's very calming. Ride the dick train. <laughs> anyway, uh, so basically, he's saying stuff like he's left her alone. He's saying stuff like, "Well, uh, his friends are like you're a married man." He's like, "Not yet." So not he's yet. Doing, he's Let me drink a beer. This. And I will say, for a girl who was in Joey Joey's in Jovi's social circle and uh, who Jovi. he grew up with. Would that that kind of girl would say, yeah, he's going to go off. We're going to have our own hen party over here. That was what she would do. Yes. And, yes. And thank Jovi, you. That's what I wrote. And Yara. But for Yara, because she knows no one. Well, she uh, knows no one. And she doesn't have I the same point, cultural perspective. She doesn't know the societal Segre- uh, the societal separation of men and women in the mm-hmm. South. I think y'all, even if you live in the North, when it even in California, it's different. People have bridal things together. When you're in the South, no, the men and the women separate, yep. and it's and it's the, the hen and party the and the cock party. Yeah, that is exactly what it is, and it's stupid. And this comes and, from two little gay boys who would always go in the kitchen and talk to the women. And that's what I got accused of doing all the time. That's a read, and that <laughs> just wow. I just. <laughs> 
Wow. I Boy, you just took me back. Yep. I tried to spend time with the men, but I always it wound up in the kitchen with the women. Thinking of being in the cock party makes me anxious. Yeah, because you're having to play something. You're having to say something that you don't have enough collateral to say. Um, yes. And you're just listening and trying and hopefully trying to fit in. And yep. um, I I can see it so well, but but the but the women they would ask you things and you could you would just listen, you know and you know you what could too, listen to what with, they were saying. I think it's the way we talk about this show and how we just move through the world. I think why we connect with women is you and I like I that's what I appreciate about women because women get to the root of the conversation and talk to the heart of the conversation. And I feel like men, I feel sorry for a lot of straight men because I feel like a lot of their conversations are surface level and they never really get to talk about the real stuff that's going on. And I learned that a lot in the kitchens of where I was in. I, I disagree that women get to the root of it. I think that everything is coded in a more specific way. Everything's coded in a more emotional way. Um, but I think it's just as coded as what the men are saying. It's just not as deep. I, I wasn't um, talking about just from when we were a child. I'm talking about women now, too, in my life. I'm sorry. I was kind oh. of segueing to the conversations I have with women now are way more oh, authentic. Yes, I, I thought you were talking about. Uh, sorry, that was confusing. In the South. But I was just talking. But I think the genesis of that came from even back then, they were coded. But they felt more emotional and present I, than the men conversation. I will say this. Because straight- y'all, I, I just want to say this. Coming back to Oklahoma, I realize I've never been around so many men who only can talk about sports. Yeah. That's all they talk about. I want to say that here, the straight men in my life, um, and there's at least uh, four to five. One. one. Um, but His trainer, y'all. That's it. My trainer and maybe a couple clients. But – um. They are very different than the straight men I grew up with. Y'all, if you want a, if you want a sensitive, here. emotional straight man, move to California. I will say. <laughs> move to L.A. You'll get it. The straight men are more sensitive than I am. Uh, yeah. Saying something. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Yeah. Um, but I think I, I agree with you to an extent that. Um, but it's crazy. You saying, you saying just those conversations in the kitchen, like. I mean that like was takes that, me back that, too. That brought me back to just. I, yeah. I also want to say that, um, uh, the conversations I have with either women or straight men, um, uh, I think in Los Angeles, I think they're very similar. But you're right that women women will show you vulnerability a little more freely than straight men will. But I, but I find that if I just push, maybe this is just me as an educator and a, as someone who's a coach, I will push that and then I will get an answer or I will get an access to something. Well, you and I, that's me. No, but no, I relate to that just being a therapist because you always would shame me and say, you ask such probing questions, but I do ask probing questions. Well, they pay me to do it. So, but But I'm a voyeur and I like, I, I am that person that, We'll have a conversation with the man who will talk about his life. But I do see, I do see. I do it in a way that's not invasive like you do. Um, I do it in a way that (laughs) makes people feel heard. Oh, come on. No, you're always, you're always asking inappropriate things. You know what? He'll he'll ask inappropriate things in the grocery store line. You know what? 
I'm a shame-free space. Oh, nothing is shameful. You just tried to shame me so you can push it out. You're different. You're a whore. (laughs) You know what? So am I. Um, We're all whores. You're all whores, and I'm proud of it. Let's move on. You're drinking. You're drunk. Um, Not at all. So basically, y'all, Joey's bombed. They, they okay, have, he's really going, bombed. He's his eyes can't even focus. Yeah. Um, they are. Um, they're basically. They. She walks outside. She's like, Joby, you forgot about me. Um, you're drunk. You only want your fucking alcohol. You. Um. Now you, you I will say here, we got to remember. They know they're on television. She is doing one of the worst things a woman can do to a man, especially in the South. She's emasculating him and shaming him him and making him feel like he is not a man. And that is the worst thing to do to him. I'm not saying that, that, but I think she's calling him on his bullshit, which is great, but I'm just saying as a trigger for Jovi, this is like, I bet when Jovi's mother watched this and father, I bet you they got really pissed at her. Because she's not being passive aggressive. She's just being she's aggressive. She's being aggressive. aggressive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and because that's her. That's how she handles situations. Yes. And and that's and it would be okay her talking to him like this if it wasn't in front of cameras. So he's going to respond dismissively and say, trying yeah, to play for the cameras. Yeah. Welcome to pregnancy, y'all. And, and say that like makes a joke her lose her fucking mind. Y'all, um, and if, I don't blame her. I don't blame her. I would do that. Too. And so she even says, I, she says like, you think I'm the girl that I deserve someone better. She was like, I'm beautiful. I'm intelligent. She's like, when you, and she's right. She's right about everything she's saying. She said, she basically says, when you get married, you're going to need me and not your alcohol. And then she, my favorite line, she said, she said, I am not going to cry about you. I am not yeah. going to cry about you and a man who doesn't respect me. I will. And that is true. He knows that she will move the fuck on, move back home and have her baby and be fine without him. Yeah. I'm 100% sure that she would do that. I could do that. She could do that. I'm not saying she does. I, I'm just saying she could. Here's the thing. They're in love. I know it doesn't seem she, like she that. She does love him. She She's does in love, love with him. him. So it it'll be, it would be really hard for her to – she talks big. So does he. That I big sti- talker, yeah. I still think this is blown up over-proportionally for the camera. This is an overproduced storyline. We already know – spoiler alert. <sighs> spoiler alert. They're married. They have a child. <sighs> or they have I, a child. I, I – I do think it's a bit overblown, but at the same time, it is really difficult to think because that, well, I think why people don't like Jovi because y'all, when you're drunk, how many you're reasons not, <laughs> when you're drunk though, you're not acting. You are, the inhibitions are gone and Jovi is still a fucking prick when he's drunk. No, I totally agree, but I'm saying she, she's overdoing it and yes. he's just responding. And the producer even says, how are you feeling about hearing this? And he says, I don't want to hear it. She's like, fine, then you can go. And he he walks away over it. And he walks away. He walks away. I'm walking away. You're a winner. Kathy Matea. That's on the country. Maddie's honking, talking (laughs) mix on Spotify. You know, I have, I have never mentioned my mixes that I made on Spotify as much as you are. I think they are too, but I, I just don't plug them 
the same way you do. But it's not plugging. It's reminding people that they are out there because you don't, you know what? I don't think you have confidence in yourself to talk about these things. I, you know what I do? I just was brought up to say, it's okay to talk about it a little bit, but then like no one really cares. I think that's your own shit. And I mean that in the, in a loving way, because I think that if you don't talk about your stuff, then who's going to talk about it? And no, how are people going to know about I it? I agree. I just don't want to belabor things. You know, I want you to bring this up every episode now. <laughs> y'all, y'all have got to listen to the Poodles Glitter Club Fuck Me Mix. What's it called again? There's, there's like three mixes. I did the the Gay Club Glitter Mix. Poodles then Gay Club the keep, Glitter then Mix. The, then there's the Keep Going Queen Mix. Oh. Yeah, really? that's what I'm saying. I've made. <laughs> See, but here's what I'm saying. I didn't even know there's a Keep Going Queen mix because you never talked about it and I didn't know about it. The, so I did talk about know, it. I did talk about it. You barely mentioned it. So you you guys, you have to mention <laughs> Barely things. mention is, is being on two shows. You have to mention things. This is fact. You and, and with like Kickstarter and all that, you have to mention things seven times before people click on it and actually hear it. Y'all take that in. Can you just do that times. for me then? I'm just too modest. No, you're just too lazy. <laughs> that is not true. Poodles am, keep am, going. You know what? I you're am not, not lazy. I am not You're lazy. anything but lazy. I am, I, this, you're right. And I am, I'll be honest. I'm super self-conscious about mentioning this things that I'm I do. This is what I'm saying. I want you to get out I of am, this. I want you to share yourself. Can we not do your therapy session for me on I just on, think you're I just think you're worth it and you're one of the most unique individuals I know and I wish you would share yourself more with the world. I'm sharing myself with the world on this fucking podcast. I just read you for <laughs> filth. Let's move on. I just get berated every fucking time. Anyway, I just he want leaves. you to be you. He leaves. Trust me, I'm pretty fucking you. I'm pretty fucking me right now. Um, you guys, we're going to talk about Stephanie and Ryan, uh, next and in a way, yeah, we're, we're really not going to talk about what happened, um, on this episode. If you want to, if you want to recap of what happened, you can go to the internet or anything like that or vultures thing. We're, we're, we're really, we don't just know gonna, what other shows are doing. So maybe we're they're just gonna, it. we're just going to address one thing. Um, TLC basically, <laughs> Without even a trigger warning, without even anything, nothing basically gave us a sexual assault on television. Um, and this is something, it's a phenomenon called. Let, let's let's just discuss what happened. First of all, um, we, we saw in the last episode when uh, Stephanie was yelling at Ryan, "You leave." Blah, oh, blah, we blah. should say we should say before we get to, you guys. This is a trigger warning about trigger sexual warning. assault. This is the last thing we're talking about on this episode. So if you're triggered by this and don't want to yeah. hear it. Just skip. Move and on. You can check us out on part two. Yeah. We'll see you later. Realitygayspodcast.com if you need more info. So basically she says he left and uh, she said, I can't believe that just happened. Um, he uh, he basically said they were talking about using condoms and she said, I need some lubricant. She he said the, she brought the glow in the dark condoms. Remember, yes. she brought all of those for him. He said he said. Don't you know there is no there's I don't have a condom on and now so um, so they were having sex that's called stealthing he, you guys it's called um, stealthing that, it's a phenomenon called stealthing and I've done some research in this it's happened a lot in the queer community which is really abhorrent that there's stealthing of where you 
take a condom off and like give someone HIV or, or yeah. a, like that. So that, or, or in the other, in, in, in the heterosexual community, it's where you, you stealth to get someone pregnant, pregnant you either, or you poke holes. It's reproductive abuse. You poke holes in a condom um, or take off a condom or something like that. I, I just want to be clear. You knew about this, right? More, I did. Right? I did not know about this. So I'll be honest. When I watched the Stephanie and Ryan segment, I didn't see that. It wasn't until yeah, I, I was talked to Poodle. Like, how are we going to do this? He was like, wait, did you not realize this is sexual assault? And I'm saying that to be honest because I think a lot of sissies in our Facebook group, a lot of people are clearly triggered by it. But then there were a lot of sissies who were like, what? What's the problem? I didn't, I didn't even know yeah. this was. Clearly, this is the episode where Matt knows nothing. Because <laughs> I don't know about fucking Spay. I, I don't know about any of this shit. But That's so, all of them. Don't worry. But I think that's the beauty in this, y'all. If you don't know, don't get defensive and say, well, I didn't know. Just say, oh, I didn't know. And then yeah. learn. And then, and and then, then learn listen. and make a choice. And listen. Listen first, then learn. And, and Google. And Google. Because Google's and read your motherfucking is. friend. It's your friend. Um, what, yeah. what I want to say is what happened after that was Stephanie basically said, he told me there was no condom. And we've never used condoms, and and she so said, yeah, they haven't used condoms in the past. And, and I want to say she hasn't, but she hasn't been with him for ten right. months. And I want to so say she wanted to use a condom. This, this is an issue of consent. Um, it is. And there are whether so you're many, with someone or not, right, and there's for so, a long time. <laughs> no, I'm there, just clarifying for you. I know there are so many layers of consent here, um, and the first layer of consent is like, can I touch you? The second layer of consent is, you know. How are we going to proceed in this? So that we get the layer of consent is let's have sex. And then it is the next layer of consent is, are we going to use protection? And that seeming to Stephanie, that was implied that, yes, we were going to use condoms. She asked him about it. And then she said, is there lubricant? And he said, there's no condom on. We've never used condoms. So that's actually a form of sexual assault. This is stealthing. Yeah, so that's stealthing. just for clarity, um, that's why there's nothing funny about this. And unfortunately, Stephanie is not our favorite person this season. I personally enjoy making fun of her accent. It's ridiculous. I, it's ridiculous. And I want to say, because I think some people can, I'm using the word conflate this. Y'all, I think Stephanie's a horrible person. I think she treats, she's sexual tourist. I think she takes black men like they're tokens for her yep. to have. I think she's a piece of shit. And that said, that does not give us any reason to sex shame her or to say that her sexual assault was deserved. Yeah. Or, or that, or, or that, or that, that it was she accidental a, or, or that she, was accidental. she should have known, known it was happening. And this is the, this is the, the thing we can we, separate those things, right? She can be that gross person. And that has nothing to do with consensual sex and, Stealthy has nothing to do with it. And that. we were we were running into the fact that people were saying, you know, what is she on because she was on. Obviously, she's impaired. She there's it, there she is doesn't no, seem like she has a drug addiction. There is for sure. no doubt she's been impaired from the beginning. That is no reason to blame her for her actions or to blame her for that the assault is quote unquote her fault. Um so we so please do not explain that away. This, yeah. if she's, we believe women, if she says there was an assault, there was an assault. This was stealth thing. She was obviously upset about it. Um, 
And that's kind of the end of things as where we see them. Um, as where we see them. Yeah. And so kind of now she does, just so y'all know, she says she ends up calling Harris. Um, and which I see both sides of that. And a part of me thinks that's gross that she called Harris. But then another part of me thinks that that makes me sad for her because she was just sexually assaulted. So she wanted someone to connect. She with wants her. to, she but to it's, have... it is weird when she calls Harris because he answers it. He's like, how are you baby? Like he's talking to her as if he's dating her. And so we know that she is going to meet Harris next episode. So what we're kind of what we have chose to do in this episode is we're not going to talk about Stephanie and kind of the ongoings of what happened. What's going to happen next episode? We don't know because we because, again, we're separating this y'all. So this whole thing of her being her sexual assault, we're not addressing that. We don't want to replay that. We're not making fun of that. In next episode, if that's not brought up and it's about her and we can talk about about something fun. Yeah. If it's about her and Harris and her being really weird and awkward with Harris and taking advantage of him as a sexual chores to well, we're going to make fun of her for that. And that's separate. But we just want to clarify. We just, because this is, it sucks for Stephanie, but she did agree to be on a reality TV yep. show. And so this is happening. Yes, this is happening to her and she didn't ask for it, but she is on reality TV. So it's different than like a normal lay person who's experiencing this. But we just, we just want to honor women. Yeah. And believe women, women you guys. It's actually what I've learned from this. I am shook at how many women I know that have been stealthed in my life. Yeah. It's really it, I I've concerning. never I've never really said this but it happened to me before. It's happened to me before. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah, it's happened to me before when someone said, "You had I- sex with a woman?" <laughs> Please don't make this funny. <laughs> no, that's what we trying. do. When it's about you, I can make it funny. It, but but no, it happened but to me wait, before. This really happened with a guy. Yeah, where and he didn't I, wear a condom. Uh, it was. I realized it was. It was off, and I called him out on it. This has been years ago. Before I was on prep, obviously. But the see, just Jake saying that story gives me anxiety because I know what it's like. Of. Have you, you, I just know the fact of what it's like. Of, yeah. It, oh my God. It I felt, have it. I'm so sorry. You know it, you know, no, it's okay. Thank you. But it felt when it happened, um, it felt not even that I, I wasn't as, I wasn't as, um, freaked out about, um, oh my God, do I have HIV now? As everyone was in the kind of like, <laughs> late nineties, mid two thousands, but it was more of, I can't believe someone did Lied that to you. me. I Lied can't believe you. someone disabused my trust, um, and lied to me and, and made me a fool. That was, that was my biggest issue. Well, um, I just want to say for you and other women, I, I just, I, I want to say you were not a fool. You were not a fool. People that are stealth are not a fool. Stephanie is a fool for other reasons, but she's not a fool that Ryan. No, her. and and I know but, that. But no, no, no. That's but why I want to. This episode I wanna, was triggering for me. But for I want to say that's what abusers do. Right. Is they make you feel stupid when you did nothing wrong. Exactly. And that's and, for any listeners out there. If you've been in the situation, and, and I you've been and I abused, know that you've done nothing I, wrong. I know that, but it still made this. I mean, I was watching, and my face got hot. 
when it happened. Wow, you saved this for the show? You didn't tell me that. No. <laughs> this just um, kind of came up. I wow. was My face got hot as I was watching. And then I, I, I remembered it. It's not that I repressed it or anything like that, but I just went, I thought it didn't really matter. And then I was thinking about it afterwards. And it wasn't even the fact that he had endangered my physical health, but it just kind of like fucked me up for that time of being so betrayed. Well, um, I feel like it makes people feel when you were stealthed, I, I'm imagining it makes you feel like you were not considered human. Yeah. Or and a you had soul. no power and you had no that agency just a, over your body. And that you're just a whole, like, and I just, I, 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 I want to say that that is not, you're a bitch, but I love <laughs> you and you're a human and a beautiful human. And but no, so, I, I, I appreciate that. To, but, but who deserves to be. Um, I want I want everyone to love and truth. I want everyone to hear that that happens. Um, it's not something you have to be okay with. It's not something you that you need to not talk about because I think it's more important that we talk about all this stuff um, because that way you don't feel alone. Um, that being said, I think instead of giving some kind of judgment on this, let's just let's end the show and say, you guys, if you're a victim. Or you think you might be a victim of sexual assault, stealthing, anything like that. We want you to go to the website of Rain. Yes. Um, rape, assault, um, incest, National Network. Um, that will give you some it's, support. It, I just want to say it's R-A-I-N-N. N-N. It's not, two N's. Two N's. Rain.org, I believe. Um, I'll look it up, but I'm, we used uh, to use it a lot when I worked. It for is dot org. Yes, it is. Yeah. We sadly, when I worked at the Trevor Project, we are volunteered there. We referred Rain so much for so much incestual things as well. So yeah, you can you can definitely go to Rain dot org. Uh, then there you they have can a hotline as well. They have a hotline. You can get help twenty four seven. They also have a live chat. It's one eight hundred six five six hope which is four six seven three we highly recommend those numbers and um we also really want to say that if you're if this brought up stuff for you we love the sissy squad we we love that we have fun in there and that's a supportive group as well that is not a mental health support group it's a facebook group where we right. talk about if we're going to see andre's dick one day and we talk about people on 90 day Fiance. willing God willing. So it's not the place for you to say, hey, I realized I was stealthed. I need support. You need to go to rain. Go to rain. Something like that is a much First. better, safer place for you to do that. So um, so I'm sad that we had a com- this conversation. I'm also proud I'm we had I'm, to have I'm a conversation. I'm proud, I'm proud that we had to have this conversation. And again, it makes me want to beat the shit out of somebody who did that to you. That is sweet. Ooh. Thank you. I just Ooh, the Mars coming out in me. I just, I'll fucking slash their tires. I just want to be able to say Toy Toy can eat my ass. Twenty twenty can eat our ass. Soon. I want to be able to do that because God damn, we just need a laugh in this that, world. That is a problem with this show, I will say with 90 Day Fiance, is that this fucking And season. we do not agree to that. 90 Day Fiance has taken advantage of abusive situations like With Jeffrey, no trigger warning at all. With no trigger warning. None. And also they use it for ratings. And that's gross to me. And I wish 
they would take responsibility and either instead of making this entertainment, make it either a learning moment or cut it from the it show. It is entirely. called the fucking learning channel after all. TLC. What have we learned, bitches? I, I would I would love to if anybody's in Matt Sharp's office or at TLC, we would love to talk with you about this. Seriously. Or the concept about no this. No one is listening, but I would <laughs> love to talk to them. Um Ugh. just because I want to know what you think your responsibilities are. Um, and maybe you don't think maybe you're there just to present it almost know. as documentary style footage. Maybe it is because, you know, Jake and I overthink so much about we're not even famous. We're not. No, even famous. We, not. we don't <laughs> even have a lot of tons of listeners. But yet we think about what we put out into the world and, and how it would affect people and how we and what we put out into our Facebook group. And and we really try again, like Brene, um, I just had a, a sissy in the Facebook group. You know, I said, you know, we kind of had a bobble on the face of a post that got approved that we realized was inappropriate. And I said, you know, we're just this wasn't a good thing for us to post, but we're trying and we're trying to be better. And it made me feel so good that the CC said, you know, you can be right or you can try to get it right. You're just trying to get it right. And we're trying to get it right. And sometimes with these people at Matt Sharp, I'm like, are you trying to are you trying to put out something that helps empower people to be better in the world because I just don't know sometimes. Yeah, I don't I don't it feels know. Exploitive. I think it's for ratings. Honestly, that's the way I feel. Well, we just got we're not getting hired for pillow talk now. <laughs> so, everybody, that's the sh- <laughs> that's the show, everyone. Oh well. Oh well, I guess we're not going to meet Sean Robinson. Not going to do that Instagram live like she suggested a year ago. We're never going to get to be. We're never going to get to be on Watch What Happens Live because I basically shit talked Andy Cohen. I promise you, though, one day we're going to do a live show in New York, and I promise this right now, February twenty second, twenty twenty one. If we don't get Darcy and Stacy Silva to a live show in New <gasps> York City, then we have failed. I think my life's complete. I would I would explode. I don't I know if so they would excited. do it. I don't know what they would do We're it. We're gonna make it happen. I wanna make it happen. That's a goal for us. Um y'all, that's the show. That is the show. We are hugging you. We're loving you. We're sending that word still y'all. I'm not hugging are, you. I'm hugging you from a distance because this, I have touch issues. From our dirt. There are still sissies in Texas who don't have power. So we are sending all of our love to you. We're thinking of you. We know that you are still struggling. You're still coping. We just want to send you all of our love. Um, Again, please go to rain.org. If you're feeling triggered or you need help uh, in um, accessing information, we really want that for you. You can go to realitygazepodcast.com. You can also leave a, a, a an Apple podcast. You guys, we love it when you leave an Apple podcast review. Nothing makes Poodle happy. Well, a 10-inch dick makes him happier. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. But if not, leave an Apple podcast review. Uh, you can go to Apple podcast. Leave five stars. And if you don't know what to say, what do you Keep say, Poodle? Keep going, Queens. Keep going, Keep Queens. Going, Queen. You can come at us on Cameo. Someone just asked, can you and Poodle do a Cameo together? No, because I'm in Oklahoma trying to take care of my father who's chasing <laughs> pussy in Oklahoma with his I, pump up dick. I must say I did do a cameo today where actually I, I gathered these people together today, I should say. Not I did, but uh, they wanted to know what Didi Rivette, uh, Olga Pudelskaya, and Brittany, Brittany from Smothered thought of Paul and Karini's sex tape. 
And so I gathered <sighs> all those people to to tell this person. It, it was quite a bit of scheduling. What did Dee Dee Rivette think of Paul's balls? Um, she didn't have a lot to say. She had she was calling his uh, wiener diddle. That was what she was calling it. Oh, okay. Uh, we got wiener diddles on sale. <laughs> but only Thursday for some reason. Only Thursday, Thursday half days. off. Thursdays. All right, everybody. Yeah. We love you so much. Um, again, we normally talk. We do normally do our sign off for the show, but I think it's more appropriate for this show to say we love you. We're here for you. We support you. And if you need support, please yep. go to rain r a i n n dot org and, and rem- go ahead, poodle, and keep the fuck going, queens. Keep the fuck going, queens. We'll see you next uh, next episode. Bye. fights are unavoidable but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale that's the reality for brothers prince william and prince harry they were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties wondry's podcast dis and tell is hosted by comedians sydney battle and matt belisai Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. 